You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. The Rise of Skywalker new title revealed official massive the rise of skywalker spoilers warning ray and palpatine twist leaked ezra's connection to anakin leaked wow i mean it seems to me like this guy's got the entire news yeah. all star wars news locked down as oh absolutely I, here, here's i mean han solo's secret mm. of palpatine leaked star uh, wars episode 10 news will shock fans and more yeah, okay. Can, uh, Kenobi reveal of Ray's father leaked. I mean... Uh, here, I got one. Star Wars, Luke back to life in episode nine, the shocking way it could work. <laughs> that sounds like a legit video to me. Oh okay? my gosh, man. What do we have to do to get him on the show? You know? I don't know. I, as you're the, you're, the, you're the pilot of the outcast, and I think you know we, we need to pick this guy up. I yeah. have some questions. Yeah. He uh, seems like he has the script. He, he does. The, the script has been leaked, and I don't know how, if it's been leaked, we're coming to so many different conclusions. I, I just don't get it, you know. But, yeah, we definitely uh, – Mike Zero, guys. It's – it's. Uh, we, we, have we, to want find, we, we want him. We want him on the show. Yeah, I mean – I mean, I'm on his YouTube page, and I just scrolled back, like, 200 videos, and I'm only at yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, I mean – He's got like, is he reading like a word for word uh, video or the, of the script or what's what's going I, on here? I don't know. I, I I actually want to listen to see if he has. I think it was during the Last Jedi. Leading into that, he had someone. The who Rise was of Skywalker, Ray's father, real identity revealed and leaked. Yes. So is it a leak or is it a reveal? Because those are two different things. Well, hold on a second. I thought it was revealed in the Last Jedi. 
You know what I mean? I don't understand why we're still talking about this, right? Oh my gosh, man! So how many how many leaks are there? Dude, is my question because it seems like every video is a leak, leak about episode nine. I mean, I, I counted in the last three days. He's had I want to say six to seven leaks in the last three days. Well, how day. much movies left if he's leaking it all? I, I I don't know. I don't know, man. These are just leaks, you know. Can can we wow. believe them? Do we? You know, he's just reporting what what's coming to him either in the force or what he's hearing from other folks. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Wow. The force uh, isn't always accurate. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, so we were reading those before the show. Uh, Matt Starwin was like, we were talking about collaborations. We've got a couple things planned. And uh, I think you had threw out the idea of, hey, whatever happened to that Mike Zero guy? And yeah. I was like, dude, let's go, let's go look. He's fantastic. He's, he's a huge Star Wars nerd. He, he mm-hmm. if you want a daily fix, I mean, good grief. He, he will give you a daily fix of like speculation on episode nine. Uh, the rise of Skywalker. I wouldn't even say daily. I think daily is is isn't even doing even yeah. doing justice because it seems to me he does about hourly. Right. Yeah. 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 Every hour, if you want something, there it is. Yeah, it's a good point. That is a good point. So, but man, dude, you actually asked like, was his setup still the same? Does he still have the dartboard? Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised, man. I, you know, he 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 hasn't let he hasn't let the YouTube fame get to him. He still seems humbled to his roots and. He, yeah, he posted. I remember because we we looked him up over you know, it was over a year ago. The last time I looked him up, yeah, uh, probably two years ago, and he was like posting in this in his room. And he's got like paneling and startboard, and I was like, is he still posting there? Yeah, man, he still is. He's That's yeah. cool. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got the best outro on YouTube. I mean, go listen to that outro. You know, it's fantastic. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, what's it's, he saying? Well, it, no, it's it's the music. It's the music on that. You remember that? Remember that? Um, I forget the name of that band. There's a really cool. It's actually a legit. Like I mean, people talk about his outro all the time. It's really cool. So you should go check it out. I don't know what the name. I mean, is. I'm just saying. I'm I'm like five months back now, and it's like episode nine leak, episode nine leak, episode nine leak, episode nine leak, episode nine. If you got that every hour for five months, how much of the movie is left to leak? Dude, I I don't know, man. How, how long is this movie? <laughs> I, it's it, maybe it's a <laughs> it, it, there's a part one and a part two now confirmed I guess I mean it seems to me like well I don't know he hasn't leaked that so he, he, I think we'd know yeah yeah I guess you're right yeah so uh, well maybe if you go back for you know far enough we'll we'll find something uh, there it just it takes forever to get through that feed that homepage so mm-hmm. but anyways friends so if if you if you know Mike Zero uh, you know what we're talking we, about if you don't know we want Mike him on Zero, the show. Yeah, um, go check him out. And if you are Mike Zero listening, we want you on the show. So that's the plan. But yeah, we want all the Star Wars content creators on the show. We don't we don't care if it's a invitation or we have to use a tractor beam. Uh, one way or another, that's right. You're going to be on. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, hey, I mean, we are well into the relay station here. That was uh, we could go. I mean, gosh. The relay station could be fed from Mike Zero for years to come, you know? <laughs> Hours to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyways, we just wanted to kind of update everybody on, maybe we'll do like a, you know how we do like a Gur watch uh, on, uh, mm-hmm. on on Bend the Knee? Maybe, maybe it turns into like yeah. a Mike Zero watch. Like, is everything okay over, oh, you know, like, how, how's he doing? How's he doing? So, anyways, we do, we actually do think he's a really cool guy, and, and um, 
so we don't want anybody to think we're. I mean, I his no, no, no. He's got a cool channel, and and honestly, I go there and he he gets me every time. I'm like, man, what is? Hey, this? I mean, the consistency you know? is great. I mean, that's that's dedication. Absolutely, absolutely. So, okay, we we do have uh, two legit uh, articles here in the relay station. So I wanted to kind of go over these with Matt and just discuss uh, a few things. I looked, I think this was yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I saw some article, I don't even remember where it was from, it was talking about Ray or Daisy Ridley confirmed, it said like confirmed, in the um, the next trilogy, that she was going to be in the next trilogy. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. You know, like the Ryan Johnson uh, D&D trilogy, whichever one of those it was, it was going to be. And I was like, that just doesn't make sense, you know, because we're thinking, you and I have talked, Matt, that it, we think it might be an Old Republic type of series. So, right, you know, how would her character be there unless they were going to, like, you know, continue on past episode nine, which I don't think they're going to do. And thankfully, uh, comicbook.com has, has made this. Uh, th- I, they were reporting someone else. I don't know who the initial uh, interview was done by, but uh, actually sat down and talked to Daisy Ridley, and she has confirmed that she will not be in the next Star Wars trilogy. Well, I think it'll be pretty hard considering she's going to die in this next. Episode. Yeah, I, fe- I knew you were going to say something. Like <laughs> I knew I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical! Yeah, so I don't know, man. I thought I was like, wow, we're already kind of. It hasn't even. I mean, we haven't had the Mandalorian out yet. We haven't had the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and we're talking about. Uh, those those trilogies and and whether she would be there and I get what people were kind of saying is that maybe through a holocron or if you were to go past like I just don't think they're gonna let either one of those trilogies in the timeline be past episode nine do you do you think they would go past the Skywalker saga story I mean I just don't know I don't, know. I don't think so with, with with so much room in the old republic to kind of maneuver and right. even, so you know. So, correct. Okay, so question here. So, we have the Ryan Johnson trilogy, right? Which we've right. been told right. is going to be a... And then the game, at Dan and Dave, aren't they getting a trilogy of their own? So, there's two trilogies planned? Or they've kind See, of... Now they're... Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know. It sounds like they're two different trilogies. But mm-hmm. I've also wondered if, like, someone's... I don't know. I, I've been a little bit confused on... Is, is someone producing one of them? Or is it... Are they two separate things? I, I really don't... I've always thought well, that they're two separate things. Here's what I hope. I hope that they have a good writer for both because I watched <laughs> The Last Jedi and I watched season seven and season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, boy. And we're going to need some writers. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. This is where I, <laughs> this is where I get into it. I, I actually <laughs> thought that, that The Last Jedi was well written. I just didn't know. You know, some of the some of the choices. Uh, the directing was great. Yeah, yeah. The 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 cinematography. Yeah. I mean other than other than the Leia, you know, Superman punch in space business. <laughs> but um you know, uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll have to have another, you know, we'll it, get back. To, we'll get back to that. To the last Jedi. We'll have to, you know, go back and forth on that sometime just for fun. But uh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think so I'm reading this article the, the, from from comic book com and it it has them listed as two separate things. So, Lucasfilm has previously announced that both Star Wars: The Last Jedi writer and director Ryan Johnson would be developing a trilogy of films, and Game of Thrones uh, co-creators uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss would be developing a trilogy as well. And we so already talked about trilogies. yeah, we, we actually talked about D and D having that 
um I got, I gosh um her name is is uh slipping me or I can't think of it but she do they have a writer I believe someone who's been working on it while they were finishing up Game of Thrones if you will good so, yeah yeah so I don't I don't know I, I have to look up and see who she is and what I mean I, clearly I think they're I think they're excellent directors I mean amazing yeah. directors I just I question their their writing right and and sometimes you know. That was his thing with with Ryan Johnson. I remember when we were talking about the Last Jedi. He was so just like he he believed in what he had written in the story that he had so much that it just he didn't waver. He, and, and I think you know Kathleen and everyone kind of admired him because he believed in the story that he was telling to the point where like even though Mark Hamill had some issues with it and other people were kind of mm-hmm. like, wow, this is edgy. This is <clears throat> you know a little bit different. He, I mean, right. to, to give him a credit, if anything, he stuck to his guns. You know what I mean? Now, people may not have liked it, and I think the hard, you know, I th- what we've talked about this before, but one of the issues is Force Awakens. You know, it's it's too much like Star Wars. Uh, the Last Jedi. I don't know though. Too you different. Know, you know, that, I'm just saying that's what I, generally people yeah. have said. Yeah, I know, and I think that a lot of the Force Awakens was in the moment. Now, I think now that I've we've been away from the Force Awakens. And yeah. I think Solo really kind of did it for me, where Solo kind of was like, oh, okay, because I didn't, I did not like the Last Jedi. Yep. Um, well, I shouldn't say I didn't like it. I just don't think it's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know. When I think of the Force Awakens, I generally think like that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't I did too. like amazing. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yep. So, you know, I don't, I don't really have issues with it being like it. You know, you and I just did a Patreon episode about episode one. And we talked about how it's not that the movies are like each other. It's that they're supposed to be like each other. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Sure. Go watch episode, watch episode one, watch episode four, and then watch episode seven and tell me they're not all the same movie. There's a lot of some. Yeah. A lot of similarities. Yeah, for sure. Qui-Gon Jinn dies at the end. Obi-Wan dies at the end. Uh, Han Solo dies at the end. Spoilers. Oops. Yeah. Uh, sorry. But, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, a giant orb blows up in episode one. A giant orb <laughs> blows up in episode four. And a giant orb that also happens to be a planet blows up in episode. Hey, seven. man. You know, Minox out of the cave. You know, or the, out out of the you bag. Know, <laughs> they destroy many planets in episode four. In episode seven, they destroy one planet in episode four. There's a ton of similarities. Right. Yeah. They all have desert planets. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what, you know, I've been thinking about The Rise of Skywalker, and we'll, maybe we'll get into this a little bit later, but just how is it going to be similar to Revenge and to um, The Last Jedi, or I'm sorry, The the, the Return of the Jedi, um, Return of the Jedi, and, you know, right. like, is, is there going to be any similarities there? I don't know. I just, so, I, we have, we'll have to turn to Mike Zero to, to, to really find out, because he, he obviously knows the answer. So, uh, okay, now here we go. So, Matt, uh, recently, I guess it came out like two, three days ago, so the, the Relay Station actually sent us something fairly recent here. Um, they're talking about the, the, the title in Japan and, and what mm-hmm. it uh, was, I guess, released there, whatever. Translates to. Yeah, it translates to uh, Dawn of Skywalker. So, oh. people are talking about that, saying just that, you know, it's it may uh, indicate, like, the start of something uh, dawn usually marks the start of something new while rise is more broad 
Uh, so right, yeah, that could be a translation. Just the way the you know, certain, there are, in some languages, there's not like a certain word for another language, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't really speak any other languages. I did take a few years of Latin in yeah. high school, yeah, and I remember that the word, the Latin word arma, um, means weapons. Because there is no singular word for the for weapon, like you could say a sword or something in sure. Latin, but there is no there is no there is no word weapon, like singular, and so, you know, sometimes that's just how tra- things translate. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, well, and, and but that, I do get. I yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just that, that's why I think what people are trying to look into, like, is there any tell in in Dawn of Skywalker versus, you know the. The Rise of Skywalker, and I don't really... New trilogies, new trilogy coming out next year, confirmed. Yeah, and it's it's called... Yeah, it's <laughs> Skywalker episode one. I don't know. It's, <laughs> there's going to be a new... A whole new nine film thing, so... Well, see, you know, here we go. Now let's go look at the Lego, Lego Star Wars, right? Lego Star Wars, okay. the Skywalker saga. I yeah. find it hard to believe that you would then create this new saga... Where they are Skywalkers, that's like the, the the thing is they may become Skywalkers, right? They mm-hmm. don't know the term Jedi's gone, but now they're Skywalkers, and you would still refer to this as the Skywalker saga. That would be confusing to people. Yeah, you know, I think if they ever do anything past Episode Nine, it's going to be like there's going to be a, like a period of time, whether it's a, maybe a thousand years, where like the Skywalkers have been in control of stuff and it's just like they had this order of skywalkers and then a new family emerges or there's some new crisis and uh a different family name rises you know and, and we, we we talk about that that name i have no idea I, I think you're right it's it's a little bit maybe is a little bit confusing unless we're talking about just i mean the sith i mean the, <laughs> we're gonna get back to the sith being in power that's where we should be okay so. yeah there you go yeah dark side oh the dark side creeping in again to the podcast mm-hmm. i like it uh, okay, so I don't know. Just a couple things there from the Relay Station. We'll try to uh, keep you guys posted there. And if anyone has articles or things you'd like us to discuss or, or uh, comment on, just send them our way to hyperspacehangout at gmail.com, and we'll we'll do our best to you know mm-hmm. get through those. So, all right. In today's show, we've got some interesting things. So let's see what Emily has in store for us. Incoming transmission. In today's episode, we are discussing two origin stories. We have Sherston Lassie and Anthony, better known as Rule Farm Boy on Twitter. Definitely something, uh, someone you should you should check out. Fantastic, super positive, uh, great, great guy. Poll results from uh, the Facebook group. We'll go over those as well. And we also have an In Defense of the Prequels brought to you by Brian Fitzgerald, a.k.a. Fitzy. So we're excited uh, for that. I think, you know, Matt's always down to... To defend the prequels. Yeah, I don't really know why we need to defend them. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. <laughs> if you need to defend anything, it's it's the new movies. It's, yeah, it's it's the Last Jedi, right? <laughs> it's the sequels. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a, that's hysterical. Okay, so let's go over um, Sherston's story here. So, uh, greeting my friends from uh, from aboard the Lucretia Two. My name is Sherston. I am a lifelong light side force user but now an exiled Jedi roaming the stars. Isn't that what we all want to be? You know, just like out roaming the stars and yeah, just kind of like cruising through hyperspace. I just want to know what she did to get exiled. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. What did she do? Jamie at Christmas. Okay. So, um, she says, I've been loving this podcast so far. She's also really active in the Facebook group. So you guys should, should, uh, mm-hmm. 
definitely hop in there. She does some some uh, really cool cosplay, so definitely need to go check that out. I'm excited mm-hmm. to be on board the Outcast with all of you uh, for uh, from this one from the start. Here is somewhat of my Star Wars story and thoughts on what you guys have been discussing recently. My first ever Star Wars memory was watching Caravan of Courage. Are you serious? Wow, man, that's 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 that. I, I love Caravan of Courage. Have we, Matt? Have we had you watch that? Have you seen Caravan of Courage? Oh yeah, man. I saw it back in the day. Yeah. Okay. 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 Anyone who hasn't, I'm telling you, like we'll, we'll do a whole episode. Well, there's two. There's Caravan of Courage and there's the Holiday Special. Yeah. Caravan of Courage is like Battle of Endor, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of uh, well, actually, so there's three. So Caravan of Courage there's and then, three. That's right. Yeah, Battle for Endor, which is what you're thinking of, and then yeah, the Holiday Special, which is which is hysterical. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's I don't know. I love the Ewoks so much growing up, and and so it's cool to hear other people. Uh, really enjoying that, you know. So we'll have to do a whole whole episode do- dedicated to uh, Bright Tree Village and uh, the Caravan of Courage. So, yeah. What if it failed? I mean, yeah. What if it did? That's. I mean, that's. That, <laughs> you, be- you know. I mean, what if Wicket would not have made it during the Caravan of Courage? Like, so many things would have gone wrong. Like, the tribe wouldn't have accepted them. It was just, you know, it'd have been a whole thing. So, okay. Um, not long after that, my mom introduced my siblings and I to the original trilogy. To this moment, I can remember, as clear as day, being absolutely terrified of the trash compactor Dianoga, specifically the horrifying furry eye that popped in and out of the water. To this day, I still can't watch that scene without flinching. Yeah, it's actually, I mean, kind of a terrifying part to, uh, you know, the first movie. I mean, they, they almost don't make it. I mean, think about how important C-3PO is in that moment, right? Yeah. I mean, it, like, like if, the Skywalker if, if, that will rise, C three PO. I'm, I'm. It, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, well, yeah, as you said, he's he's created by Anakin, so uh, he's 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 the main character, all, you know, all along. He's been there, uh, but yeah, he saves the day, and that is they almost don't make it out. So pretty pretty radical. Uh, despite that scene, the the three of us quickly became enthralled with the trilogy. As our mother, uh, she went uh, she went to see Return of the Jedi herself seven times in the theater when it first came out. Uh, Star Wars was always a constant in our lives and when we got older the three of us bonded over playing the force awakens 2 for playstation 3 wow there we go we completely played that game into the ground and we'll still occasionally play it just for nostalgia my favorite character is definitely obi-wan as i know it is for many and probably the same and for the and probably for the same reasons he lost everything he had his master apprentice brother the entire order but remained loyal to the light side to his physical end and into his spiritual eternity let's go i mean let's shout out to obi-wan right Mm -hmm. greatest greatest jedi of all time matt oh yeah i'm 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 with you on that yeah obi-wan's definitely the best jedi ever yeah he's epic he's epic for sure so my second favorite characters are tied at poe dameron and ahsoka tana wow Okay, Poe contrasts Obi-Wan with his hot-headed passion, whereas Ahsoka, I feel like, is caught in between them. She struggles with her passion and emotions to do the right thing, but her reason and compassion keep uh, irrational decisions in check despite her being so young. Wow, and that's something we've got to, like, as she gets older and as she gets into, like, the Rebels series and things like that, I think people, she really starts to grow on you and... 
um, the book. There's there's a an Ahsoka book that's out there that's really really good and talks about um, lightsaber formation, kyber crystals, um, right? Lots of cool stuff. So, okay. I'm excited to see if they do anything with her in the upcoming Mandalorian TV show, new Clone Wars season, and maybe even something in The Rise of Skywalker. That'd be huge. Uh, we've talked about the idea that would they ever, Matt, like bring on like a uh, a character from an animated series into onto the big screen? Yeah, I think they will at some point. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be, I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Ezra Bridger is probably the. Right, Ezra Bridger is kind of like this generation's Kyle Katarn, I think. That's a good, yeah. And and I'm I, I'm sure people are really clamoring for him too. Right, right. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a good comparison. I like that actually because, uh, yeah, he he he's, he was well received, and then you know Ahsoka has also been someone who, uh, people well, towards the end really really liked her as well. The Clone Wars, yeah, came out after. Ep- Episode two before episode three. Yeah, they started. Yep. And wasn't oh, no because they made General Grievous for episode three. So did episode did General Grievous appear in that before the movie actually came out? Did he? I don't think so. I think he they may have. Oh, I don't know. I, I I think it was like they. Ooh, I, that's a good. That's a great question. Why would you ask me a question I don't know the answer to? <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, Jesus. I'm just thinking about it. I mean, it may be something like we saw a trailer, and then so they create and they said, "Oh, let's throw them in to build hype." Because the Clone Wars co- uh, TV uh, or the cartoon, yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, you keep reading. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and look that up because that, that would be interesting to, to to note. I I don't really because I wasn't as as into Clone Wars, quite frankly, when it first uh, first came out. So. Okay, I also like to suspect uh, that Poe is Force-sensitive. Yeah, I think he is. I totally agree with that. I love the lightsaber battle with Rey and Ben uh, when fighting the Praetorian Guards, as does anyone who appreciates a good lightsaber battle. And that leads me to my personal theory that Ben is gone and Kylo Ren has taken his place for good. I think in that moment he made his decision to give himself over to his anger and passion. That is not to say that I don't still have a lingering hope that he will be redeemed, but I think his decision is made. I am also a Raylo supporter only because I love tragic love stories. Okay. General, uh, hey, real, real quick here. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, General Grievous did, in fact, appear in Clone Wars before the show, at least according to Wikipedia. Really? This was developed for the 2005 movie Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Um, he was introduced in Chapter 20 of the animated series Star Wars Clone Wars, which aired over a year before the film's release. That's wild. That is wild. I did. That is crazy. I mean, it's cool. It's definitely cool. Didn't know that, though. That's that's a good nugget of information. Hey, the more, so, the I mean, I guess know. we can stop asking that question, right? I mean, we can. They answer, hey, confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. I mean, they're. <laughs> There it is. So so they definitely could bring in like someone like Ahsoka or uh, Ezra Bridger. So, okay. We were all distraught when Disney uh, denounced Legends as not being canon. I love the lore and everything about it, and I don't think it's fair for Disney to suddenly take control of the Force. But I came to the realization that the Force will do 
what it wills, regardless of what Disney decides to, quote, do with it. And that's true. Legends is always there, and and uh, I love to, to see how maybe it's influencing the current, um, you know, uh, series or, or even some of these uh, offshoots, these trilogies that are coming up. I have a feeling that, that uh, the lore, if you will, is, is, is going to be uh, something we have to have to consider. So I'm a cosplayer, and one of my very first cosplays was of Mara Jade. Let's go. Wow. Um, a, bl- um, a blonde one, anyways. But I made the hood um, and goggles and a purple lightsaber and felt badass. More recently, I out- outfitted an entire force of Jedi. Five of us went to Denver Comic-Con last year, robes, sabers, and all. We got to meet Ray Park, dressed as Jedi, He's honestly not as tall as I expected, considering he's a menacing Zabrak, uh, pun intended. Okay. Uh, well, my friends, I suppose I should end my transmission. That is, hoping you receive it. Um, it wouldn't be the first time my signal has been lost here in the Outer Rim. A question I will leave you with, do you think it's possible for a Jedi to give themselves to the dark side once they have become one with the Force, or vice versa for a Sith? I know Anakin turned just before his death, but could it be possible to turn after the fact? After all, no one's ever really gone. May the Force be with you now and for always. Sherston. Wow. lot to consider there. That I, I really appreciate it, Sherston. That was that was a, a good transmission. We did did come through. Uh, we mm-hmm. know you're like us out there on the outer rim, and it's hard for things to uh, find their way to um, your intended target or location. But it made it. And what do you think, Matt? I mean, we've got the idea that Definitely. like if if you become hundred percent, yeah. If if you become a force ghost, like can you can you change after yes the fact yes one hundred percent. I believe you can. Okay. It's the force, man. The force can do whatever it wants. Yeah. Huh. So, like, so Anakin could now, like, like when we hear... I mean, okay, let me... Okay, think about this for a second. Yeah. Let's say... Here, I'll, I'll present you with a hypothetical situation, you know, about Star Wars, you know, for science, for scientific reasons. So that's that's the context about what I'm about to yeah, <laughs> present that's what, Yeah, okay. Okay, let's say... And let's say Obi-Wan, right, had to go do a mission that took him to Korriban. And he's in some, like, ancient Sith temple, and he dies slash becomes one with the Force. So he's in a place where the Force is very heavily, you know, prominent with dark side mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. So could his spirit over time become a dark side spirit just because of the, the dark side of the Force? That, that's pretty really prevalent there. I see what you're saying. So, yeah, it would be like as if, like, let's say Yoda uh, becomes one with the Force and he happens to be on, on a Sith world. Uh, right. Does does Could that somehow taint him or... Uh, right. Yeah, and it also depends on whether you believe, like, when you become one with the Force, could you... I mean, where do you go, right? Are you, are you bound to... Uh, is there a mark right. left on that, on that world or planet or are you like Obi-Wan who dies on the Death Star, dies... Wow, can't believe I just said that. That is not what he happened. He does. No, that is you, not you what happened. You, you, yeah, I, you knew it. You I, knew it that's right. you. That is your influence, and I, I, I <laughs> completely, it's ridiculous. Uh, when he becomes one with the Force, uh, he, he, you know, he later on is talking to Luke. Well, he dies. And, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like, too, you also have your own will, right? You have like a free, you have, you have free will still. So I guess you could 
decide to serve the dark side or to or to mm-hmm. serve the light. I, you're one with the force at that point in time. Um, an interesting character in, uh, but the force. I mean, here's the thing: yeah. is the force is both light and dark side. Sure. Yeah. So really, it's not like, and it's just because we view the dark side as bad, uh-huh. but that doesn't mean that it is. It's just the dark side of the force. The force is has a light side and a dark side. Right. Right. So if the force needs to balance itself, it's going to create Anakin Skywalker. Hey, I'm a good guy. Oh, uh-huh. I just killed a hundred. Yep. Hundred and one. Sure. Hundred and two. Yeah. How many? You know. Right. To balance it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so back to your point of like when you become one with the force, if the force encompasses both light and dark, then I think it's just sort of, you know, I mean, you're, that's really, man, that's an interesting idea. Why, why does Yoda and Obi-Wan still kind of appear to Luke and, and try to, try to help him? They, they, they're servants of the, even though it's the force, they're servants of the light side of the force, even though the force encompasses both light and dark. So I kind of feel like they're, they they still they they would still have a choice though wouldn't they to maybe say okay we're done being servants of the light side and we're going to serve a darker agenda I don't know yeah the, the reason I wonder that is because Anakin or I'm sorry um, Ben Solo Kylo Ren when he's speaking to Darth Vader's like you know helmet the melted helmet uh, he's speaking to his grandfather and you're sort of like wait a second is he actually speaking to his grandfather is he speaking to Anakin Skywalker because if he is then to Sherrison's point, why is he able to do that? Like, is it was he talking to him before he turned? Why would he just now be in contact with him? You know, did Anakin go back to the dark he side? He probably doesn't know. Yeah, and he may he may just be being deceived. Right? It could be it could be Snoke's influence, um, but it you know it just makes you wonder who is he actually talking to, or is he just trying to reach out to someone? Um, you know, yeah. Uh, let's move on here. So, any more thoughts on on Cherson's story? First of all, I love that she cosplays as Mara Jade. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, I'm always down for more Mara Jade love. Great character, who I don't think we'll see, unfortunately, in in this really? trilogy. Nah, I don't think we will. Uh, see, I was hoping Carrie Russell would be would be that character, you know, but maybe not. Yeah. Probably not. Well, I mean, again, back to Mike Zero, we know that Obi-Wan is going to confirm her father, not necessarily her mother. So mm-hmm. so there's that. But, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on here. Uh, we've got a couple, couple – well, we have another origin story here, right? So uh, we have Anthony, better known as a rural farm boy, on Twitter. You guys should definitely follow him on Twitter. He's fantastic, a huge fan of, of podcasting and Star Wars, and uh, just a really um, – just a good guy, you know. He's, he's fantastic. Always spreading positivity out there uh, on the interwebs. So it's great. Uh, we actually let's go ahead and we're going to play that audio clip. Uh, and and uh, Matt, I mean, it's you listened to it the other day. It's it's a mm-hmm. it's a great story. You know, it's it's, it's fantastic. So I uh, listen to this and and just enjoy. I'll do, Matt and Ezra. My name's Anthony, and maybe you might know me better in that Twitterverse. I'm a rural farm boy. And I'm going to just straight up front here, put a thank you out to the Metal Mando, J. 
Jeff Keltz. Because he recommended your show for my playlist. Well, now you got a subscriber. So welcome to my playlist. Though I know your show's fairly new. I listen to what all you put out. And it's a great lot of fun. Some you were also asking for, you were reading different folks were sending you things about what you're calling origin stories. Fans, what got fans interested in this great big story. It's all right. I only maybe mentioned it to one other podcaster. I think it was Johnny Grasso, the Rogue One podcast. Um, that was ways back. But since maybe you might not listen to that. So I'll go ahead and give you mine. What got me into Star Wars, into this big story. All right, as I'm sitting here telling you now, I'm 52. So that would have made me 10 years old in 1977. And I was pretty naive, shy kid. Was a farm boy, which is... That's my handle, though I ain't now, but still always hung on to where I come from. Yeah, I lived outside of town and always had one heck of an imagination. And two neighbor girls across the way that would watch me and my brother, my little sister, when my mom and my stepdad would go either into town for stuff or over a friend's house and just want to go out as grown-ups. You know, the girls across the street would come over and watch us babysit. And it was, as I recall, pretty late summer by the time I got to go see this because it was all getting everybody stirred up in a good way. And then neighbor girls asked my mom if they could take us to our local theater to see this movie everybody was going to see over and over and over. Oh, as I recall it now, it's a little on the fuzzy side because that tends to happen over time. But I do remember the hallway scene in the Tanda V4 when it's being boarded. And I remember seeing after that firefight was over and Darth Vader came through the door, his name didn't latch on to me very quickly because I can remember the next few weeks after having seen it and I only got to see it one time back then. I remember being in school a couple weeks after that, drawing, taking my taking my uh, book covers that I would get for free at school and turning them inside out so that it was just a plain white cover and drawing all these kind of stick figure drawings of Darth Vader's helmet and his mask, but I didn't know his name, and I kept asking all the, all the different few friends that I had in school, what was his name again? And then he ended up popping up later on, on the fall Saturday morning previews that would would come out as school was starting, showing all the new shows and cartoons and things that would be on on Saturday, and Darth Vader made an appearance on there and. Once I saw him and they made mention of his name at that point, that then it really stuck on me. And 
just having oh back then oh, we didn't have any like all what all we got now i just had a storybook and then by the time empire strikes back came out i remember reading the novelization of it and then going with local friends that lived around me and my brother my little brother and going same movie theater that I saw what we now know as a new a new hope in. Yeah, I got to go see Empire Strikes Back, and that just lit me all up. And then the National Public Radio radio dramas came out, and I took my goofy little AM/FM radio that had a cassette player on it and a recorder, and I found my local public radio station was airing them later in the evening and I got a bunch of blank cassettes and recorded it and listened to that over and over. Either ends ever listened to that National Public Radio produced Star Wars radio drama. And if you did, what'd you think? And if you didn't, it's a recommended listening by me. So that there's my origin story and the rest of my story, well Maybe I'll save that for another message for you. And holy cow, almost six minutes long message. All right, so that's, this is me, and that's my, what you call his origin story, and hoping other listeners going to send you more, because what you two are doing is a great lot of fun. Keep doing what you're doing just the way you are, and I'll see you in my playlist. So until then, Maddie and Ezra, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. All right, so so there you have it. I mean, uh, a really, I think, Matt, like a really cool origin story just because, like, this is somebody who was, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years old when it came out and was able to go with, uh, I think it was the neighbor girls, right, and, and, and was mm-hmm. taken to the local theater and got to see this. And I can, I've, I've heard from people just an overwhelming experience. You know, it shocked the nation, and it was like, it, it was... Uh, progressive it's just a it's a culture changer it just it's i don't know it's this moment in history that like our world was changed star wars happened and uh these kids went back to school they talked about it they dreamed bigger they thought of different you know things uh uh, for example anthony's you know drawing in his uh drawing on his his book covers and things turning them inside out and and doing some star wars drawings i have not by the way heard the radio um the radio dramas that that NPR. neither have I, but yeah. now I have to search it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to listen to those and, and maybe uh, pull some clips and, and see uh, what that's like. So that 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 sounds really cool. Um, but can you imagine like I mean, going into you know seeing episode four right and then reading the novelization going into Empire? It's just crazy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so he, he has he has more to his story, and I'd love to hear kind of the rest of it because I, I want to know what was like after. Um, Empire comes out, and and we we learn about Darth Vader a little bit more, and and uh, his relationship to Luke Skywalker. Like, what was the shock? Like, what was the talk like at school? I'm sure there was mm. arguments at school about whether he was or he wasn't actually Luke's father. Right? Are I mean, we still sure he is? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. What do we know? Yeah. So, anyways, man, that that's just such a cool story, and he's such a good guy, and, and gives just spreads the love, spreads the positivity out there on on Twitter. And uh, if you're not following him, you, you need to. 
just a, a fantastic dude. And, and hopefully uh, we'd love to hear more from him in the future and, and get the rest of that origin story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, I think we have a couple of things here we wanted to talk about from the Facebook really quick. So last week, Ezra and I were talking about Star Wars Attack of the Clones versus Star Trek Nemesis because we were reading um, an origin story and someone had brought up Star Trek Nemesis. And I said, oh, somehow you and I had gotten into it as and I said that, well, it's probably a better movie than Attack of the Clones. Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly a better movie than The Last Jedi. Um <laughs> And uh, anyway, we did it. We did a right. poll. And we did it. We did a poll, and it came out to thirty-three to five. Star Star Wars, Attack of the Clones over Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I think it's just because it's a Star Wars Facebook group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there. The, yeah, exactly. There, I think there's a little bit of bias in in the in the group. Right. Which is fine. That's that's the whole point. That, that that is and that is the point. I mean, uh, one of our our buddies in there, Chase McKinney, probably was somebody who voted for Star Trek Nemesis. He's a big star, uh, big Trekkie. Uh, so that I'll, I'll be interested to find out from him later. Yeah, I mean, let's just see. Let's just see what some people said. I mean, some people. My brother Nick yeah. said, "Is that even a question?" As he voted for Star Trek. Uh, some people said, "What is Star Trek?" Ne- yeah, last time I checked, this is a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, everyone's like, "I'm going to take Star Wars over Star Trek on anything." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I would. I don't hate Star Trek, but I would rather watch Star Wars any day. Yeah, and, and Adam Parker is like, "I've never even seen any of the Star Trek movies." And it's like, "Well, okay, that like you know that, that how yeah. does that how is how is that vote valid?" <laughs> Yeah, he's never even seen it. But no, nah, Star Wars. Yeah. Boom. There you go. I mean, yeah, my brother, my brother Nick also said, um, you know, he, he he's he's pretty frequent in these groups. He says he says to be he's like he's like as a series, as a, he's like he's like on a single on a single movie. I'll take Star Trek Nemesis over Attack of the Clones. But uh, as a series, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek doesn't even come close to Star Wars, which I uh, totally agree with. Yeah. But I think yeah. I think there's a handful of movies you know, I think I think I could I could find other movies that I could stack up against, maybe like The Last Jedi and oh. Attack of the Clones. That I, th- I would say, yeah. well, that's yeah, that's a better movie. Than, sure, than yeah. these two things, just even though they're not Star Wars movies. Right. Yeah, and I think sometimes people look at like the sci-fi genre there and they try to compare, you know, Star Trek and Star Wars or what have you, and that that kind of uh, that back and forth is is fun to have. But yeah, there, there's definitely movies out there that are are better standalone. Movies when you when you match them up versus like let's say even there's some of just the great movies right great movies of all time right. like they're they're great for a reason and uh, but yeah, as, I mean what's a, a better whole. movie Jurassic Park or you know yeah Star Wars Attack of the Clones Jurassic Park it's a better it's just a better movie yeah 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 for sure now that's so. going to be the poll next week so okay. <laughs> oh, okay. and then Jurassic Park's going to lose because so what you're doing wins. yeah you're trying to figure out like like the validity no, 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 no. let's let's do this let's do Jurassic Park against Star Wars the last Jedi wow okay well I mean I mean as an admin in the group I I, I get how many how many votes do I get do I get I s- several we votes have, or? yeah we, okay we do have another poll by the way Oh okay. Um, which Fett is best? Ooh, Boba Fett or Jango Fett? This was actually much closer. Uh, we had Boba Fett at twenty three votes, Jango Fett uh, Fett at nine. Uh, but a lot of the comments in the group talking about, uh, you know, it's kind of a hard decision because we actually see Jango Fett in a cool fight with Obi Wan, which is 
I always say is one of the most underrated fights in all of Star Wars. It's and it's one of the best parts of Episode Two. Uh, and really, Boba Fett only really has one line. <laughs> yeah, in 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 the uh, in the originals, yeah. And then he get, and then he gets sucked into the Sarlacc pit. He's, right. He he has he's obviously huge in the expanded universe. Yes. 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 And he is. you know, even in Legends now, but. Uh, Jango Fett, his expanded universe stuff is pretty cool. Go, if you get a chance, go play Star Wars Bounty Hunter. It was on the PlayStation 2. It's There's a port of it on the PlayStation 4. I think it's also on Steam. And it's, you play the entire game as Jango Fett, and it's a, it's his own kind of backstory. It's really cool. It's a real. I think it's a really, really cool uh, yeah. kind of story for him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, see, I actually know more about Boba Fett's backstory just in, in Legends, and so I'm going to have to check that out because... I, I don't know how I would I mean I know I voted but at the same time it's like if you just go based off the movies man you get a lot more Django and you get some really really cool fight sequences I guess uh, it's 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 tough I mean they both went up against Jedi and they and they both mm-hmm. uh, they both lost so <laughs> yeah I mean Django yeah Django Fett loses you know he fights he fight he fights Mace Windu you know he fights Mace Windu after he just finished getting attacked by like a creature. Right, that wasn't fair. And then Mace Windu's, Mace Windu's charging him, okay? Yeah. I mean, Mace Windu's also considered to be, like, the best lightsaber fighter ever. Right, right. I mean, does he beat the Emperor? Yeah, well, yeah that's a whole does other... Does Palpatine let him win? Yeah. But, I mean, you, I think there are people that would make the argument he even beats Palpatine. Oh, so. yeah, I know, I know. Well, here's the thing. You know one thing I... I here, here's a grievance I have. A general grievance, okay? A general grievance? Yeah. So... It, the the scene, you know, Obi Wan is fighting Django, right, and it's back and forth, and it seems sort of like it's a, it's a really good fight, as you say. Right, I'm with you in that, like they make Mace Windu look more badass because of how quickly he defeats him, but it's because he his jetpack's gone. Half of the equipment that he would use maybe against a Jedi is like well, think, disrupted. Yeah. So that's well, also the also the terrain they're fighting on. When Obi Wan is fighting yeah. and fighting Jango Fett, who has, you know, like a, a a rocket pack, and he's you know he's got claws to be able to, you know, he, is he, they're, they're fighting in the rain. Well, and also he's and got he's in like Jedi robes and boots. When instead of when they're fighting when they're fighting, um, you know, in the pit, yeah, it's like even footing. It's right there. Well, let's also be clear about something. Uh, Obi Wan was fighting Jango and Boba Fett. Okay. So he was fighting Slave One, all right, and I, I just don't so, people. I've heard people because I'm a huge Obi Wan fan, and some of my friends in the past have been like, "Well, you know, Obi Wan gets beat uh, so easily, or not beat, but you know, like like Mace Windu. Basically, they're saying Mace Windu beats Django a lot quicker, uh, and and actually, you know, just has his way with Django versus Obi Wan mm. doesn't. I'm like, you can't compare those two. Like that's not fair. Oh, I definitely think you can compare those two, and I st- I think the argument. I think the argument is is so clearly in favor of Obi Wan that it's, it's not even Thank close. You. Thank how could you, you po- how could you possibly think that Mace Windu is better than Obi Wan? Based off of that, it's like it's, you know, it's, it's like it's, no. Well, I mean, just even if you just take what you see in the movies, like yeah. forget what happens in Clone Wars and any any extended sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we see Mace. We see Obi Wan Kenobi beats he beats Darth Maul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he beats, yeah. He does. He beats Darth Maul. He beats General Grievous. He beats Anakin. Yep. Like at the pro- Anakin's absolute prime. 
and regardless yeah. of and regardless of whether it's Anakin making a stupid decision or not, you know, I, I, you underestimate my power. He still goes one hundred percent toe to toe with Anakin for the entire fight. Oh, yeah, that absolutely. in itself is better than anything we see Mace Windu do, unless Mace <laughs> yeah, right. Windu actually beat Palpatine. Yeah, which which maybe is up did. for debate. It's entirely up yeah. for debate. Yeah. So. I don't know. I always just think it's interesting because I'm like, I'm like, man, you know, like he was dealing with the ship. You know, Obi Wan was dealing with so many of the, the elements and everything. I'm like, it, yeah. And also, Django's good. Let's not yeah. just say it's any bounty hunter. It's Mace Windu to me is also Mace Windu to me is also in, entirely. No, I you know I'm not going to get into my my problems with Yoda and Mace Windu and, yeah. and the Council and uh, but you know we talked about it in a little bit in our patreon episode we did about episode one yes where qui-gon comes to them and says i think the sith's back and mace windu's like i think we'd know about it yeah and then by the end of the movie he's like there's no doubt about it the sith are back yeah uh, <laughs> yeah obi-wan <laughs> yeah okay oh yeah exactly obi-wan kills one of them you know we've got qui-gon is dead so it took it took that for you to kind of realize maybe we yeah should send you, better a check, few more. you better look into this Gee, many Christmas, dude. Just wait till you start reading uh, Master and Apprentice. I mean, I think yeah, you did. I'm, you started, I'm, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm in about. I'm, in, I'm. I just finished about chapter two. So yeah, I mean, there's more stuff like Yoda and May. You know, some of the. Uh, it's just it's unreal. Some of the count, some of the council decisions and things that go down. You're like, what? You know, it's just mind boggling. So, anyways, yeah, don't even get us started on those two because, man, had some 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 issue, but. Okay, cool, cool, cool stuff. So, uh, Facebook, man. I mean, we've got a, a really good Facebook group going. We've got uh, the memes are out of control. I think in July we planned on starting some of the trivia stuff in there as well. So, if you're interested mm-hmm. in Star Wars trivia, uh, go in there, and, and we'll have some uh, we'll have some epic showdowns maybe uh, with uh, with the Facebook group. And the memes are, mm-hmm. are going. Nick's Nick's killing it. He's still he's still killing it in there. Lots of people are lots of people are in there posting memes and, and posting cool stuff. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So. All right, let's move on here. I think we have uh, Brian Fitzgerald uh, has a couple thoughts here and something uh, we, we want to discuss, talk more about the prequels. We didn't talk a lot about the prequels, which is fine. You know, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so here we go. Hello, all. Brian Fitzgerald here, um, here with a mild topic, no fancy titles yet. So we're going to work on that. Captain Brian, Captain Fitzgerald, I don't know. We'll work on it. Uh, heard one of you mention your devotion to episode one. That would be Matt Starwind. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. he is all about it. So uh, that's polarizing. I'd listen to an entire podcast in defense of the prequels. I've long believed that all the Star Wars movies have hokey elements and moments of bad acting or questionable dialogue, and we love them for it. The prequels were disliked by, wait for it, mostly adults who weren't able to recapture the magic of seeing Hoth for the first time as a nine-year-old. Ask kids, and they loved Jar Jar when they were kids. I want to stand alone. Uh, Ewan McGregor slash Obi Wan movie. I think people who say new Force powers uh, from the the sequels are unrealistic aren't listening to themselves. And I'd love to hear your defense of the prequels. Good luck on the new endeavor, Brian Brian Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. known as Fitzy. Whoa. Okay. So I also would love to see in in an Obi Wan movie. Quite frankly, yeah. I mean, we just we just well, got to talk about how how epic he is. So you what uh, what we yeah. need is we need the we need that third origin movie, and then we'll have our that that set of that you know air quote trilogy, because mm-hmm. right the origin movies like the Star Wars stories movies, 
I mean, right now it's just it's just two with Rogue One and Solo, but you add a third one to that, and then you could make the argument that it's a you know unkind of connected you know trilogy. It's not like a direct trilogy, and yeah. that trilogy it would it seems like it'll be it could I I'd probably put it above the prequels and the sequels. Yeah, they are. I mean, they they're Cause killing Solo, it. because Rogue One and Solo are are both great. Yeah, and and to me, I think. Of the two, you know, it's it's. I, we always say it's unfortunate how Solo was promoted and stuff. I think if yeah. you were to do it over again, move it around a little bit, or let's say Solo came out before the Last Jedi, whatever, it would have done. It it, it would have been better, a lot um, better in the box office. Absolutely. Yeah, and I so I don't think we can really judge it on that because it's a great movie. It's 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 right. enjoyable. Everybody, everyone I talk well, to, well, tons of movies, tons of movies do bad in the box office and like are become cult classics or yes you're right then become or then people love uh-huh. and t- there are tons of movies that do great in the box office and they totally suck uh, yeah, exactly exactly so on on twitter there's actually a big movement about you know make make solo 2 happen right people want solo 2 to come out and oh, yeah love it. I, I'd, I'd love to see that too because i want to know what happens to kira and and darth maul and the whole the whole thing so uh, that would be neat, but you're right. If they let's say they added in an Obi Wan movie to that, and it was just something that just blew our socks off, then yeah, mm-hmm. you're talking about another air quote trilogy, uh, group of movies, and, and they probably happen in that same time frame, right between episode mm-hmm. three and episode four. I'm guessing is when that would happen. It'd be- yeah. Well, you know what would be what would be great is I'm sure there is a way to make an Obi Wan movie that ties that ties in Solo and something from rogue one oh and then gosh, yeah. it connects them i mean solo would be the easiest because you know han solo is going to go to java to learn about the the score obi-wan's on tatooine sure yep when this is when this is going on and if you were to say pull something out of rebels uh-huh right yep. Yep. you know obi-wan kills darth maul maybe you have yeah. that be the the guy he fights at the end, and somehow it's all connected with Kira. You'd still have to figure out some sort of tie in with, with um, Rogue One. It always have to be something from like a air kind of prequel to Rogue One because mm-hmm. Rogue One happens like right before. Yeah, right. Uh, well, before, I- episode, before Episode Four, and I think Solo is just a little bit before Episode Four. I mean, there's still seems like. A, quite a bit of time before yeah they're definitely there there's 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 definitely some time there for sure because you actually okay let's take rebels right you know uh darth maul uh spoiler by the way uh is 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 killed in in rebels finally by an older obi-wan and yeah he's still alive in solo so that's 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 still pretty pretty early on in that in that time right. gap between three and four um but yeah a, a way that you could tie in maybe like Rogue One would be this Cassian Andor series, right? Mm-hmm. They're talking about him possibly having his own own series as a spy or what have you. Maybe there is still some connection tied to Bail Organa, and he's he's working with the the Alliance in in some capacity or something. Or there's some communication. Who knows, right? Right. So the partisans could come across him. Maybe Saul uh, Guerrera uh, still has some some connection to him as well. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think that would be kind of neat, but. In defense of the prequels, and I as, don't know that the prequels need defense. Right, I I, defense. I I like that you say that because I think the more okay, just like the Force Awakens when we start when it first came out, you know, all the criticism is there and everything, and it's it is what it is. As we get further away and we see other products, you're kind of like, ah, oh, that, that's actually growing on me. You know, the Force Awakens grows on me, and I think that when you look back at the prequels, you're like, 
those are growing on me. And as some of the kids who grew up, uh, well, we were kids, right? We, we were growing up during that time. We loved mm. them. They were epic. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of a nice like hybrid blend of like in the early 90s, we were uh, being shown by our older cousins, by our parents, you know, you by your older siblings, like, you know, the, the originals. And we got a chance to, to watch those early, early on uh, growing up. And then as we got, you know, older, it's like, okay, here come, here come the the prequels and they were fantastic and they brought this new energy we wouldn't be where we're where we're at without them right that's the, that's the whole thing is that absolutely yeah george continued the story he he got the backstory done that he wanted and I, it's, it's whether it's just the energy he, he wants these stories to continue and so he finds a way to turn it over to to disney you know he, he that, it's like his gift to all of us really that we can kind of continue the story because if it's left to him he's just getting tired you know just doesn't want he he's maybe lost the energy for it or or whatever but the story do you think gets the, to go do on. you think this do you think the sequels would oh they'd obviously be different yes so here's a question for you i think i've asked you this before but and yeah. i want to ask you on air okay so going by the now remember the story we have now isn't finished but going by the kind of extended universe the jason solo all that old stuff yeah do you think that story was better or this story is better wow okay so so based on just the literature right and what what was written you mean like right. the book so series that, so that's stuff? that's that's the book series that would have been essentially seven yeah. eight and nine right so that's kind of the twins jace uh, is it jake and jason solo yeah yeah so um, yeah jana jason solo um you had anakin solo ben skywalker um, so here's my thing. First of all, let's let's I want to clarify one one thing because oftentimes people talk about George Lucas and what his vision would have been. What's crazy is when they started the extended universe and and we had some of the the Thrawn trilogy and some of the books were coming out and different things. There was a point in time leading up to like the first celebration and leading into episode one. George Lucas said like nobody is is allowed to touch pre episode four. No one was allowed to write there. No one was really allowed to like. Not much could be done. That was his canvas where he was going to work, and so yeah, we obviously like you can't you can't write stories about it and and write. Wouldn't it be crazy, right? If people were writing stories about a young Anakin Skywalker, and he's like, yeah, but that's most, that's the story I'm going to tell. So the issue that I think we we got into is that yeah, we wanted to keep writing the story and continue the story of Luke Skywalker, but. George also has his own vision of what happens to Luke after episode six. And so I think he may have done what Disney did, which is to say, okay, everything post episode six, uh, we're going to, you know, we'll see how it fits in. Yeah. We'll see how it fits into my version. If there, if there are pieces that are still left over at the very end, uh, cool. But you know, who knows? Because if he kills Luke Skywalker, early on maybe or or uh, I mean you, you, we just don't know like would he have done the whole 30 years later type of thing what's really cool is when he's talking to Mark Hamill and some of the original cast he said hey you know would you guys be down for 20 30 years from now getting back together and maybe maybe doing the sequels I mean he said that way back in the day so he had this vision of like oh they'll all grow old and we'll come back and we'll do well uh, we'll do something kind of fun here and we'll have a, a new younger cast to hand it over to I mean, that 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 is how far ahead he was seeing so now I love the books and I and, and they gave the license over that they, they let people write 
in uh, the extended universe, and, and it just grew and grew and grew. Video games and all this kind of cool stuff. It's fantastic. Kyle Katarn, you know, all these Kipter and all these characters that we absolutely love. Um, the Solo Twins. I love it. I, I actually think it is. I, I'll tell you what. The one thing that I really think is good is the way Luke Skywalker was done. He is a grandmaster by the end, and he, you talk about badass. He in, is in like the in the extended universe. In the extended universe, yeah. Because okay, that so was the original question. Do like, you have that literature? So, yeah. I, so do you, do you have for some people that have not read the extended universe, like myself? I'm not really super familiar with it. Yeah. Um, some book recommendations or some things to kind of check out. Yeah. Uh, because there's characters that were introduced that you know you could say air quote were canon. Um, now right. aren't because of the Ray and all of the stuff that Disney has done it. So like characters like Mara Jade, that was the character who I was immediately kind of familiar with. Kyle Katarn, um, some some book recommendations for some people to check out that would kind of guide them to what the story could have been. Uh, yeah, and and I'm right now in the middle of reading the original like uh, Thrawn trilogy, so I'm in um, uh, Dark Force. Uh, dark, uh, yeah, and it's the it's the second book. Um, I had read the first two growing up and never finished it actually, so I read about it on on Wikipedia. It's one of those things like you're growing up and third book either. Um, I don't know. It's so never what, got what, is the ori- what is the original Tron trilogy? Do you know off the top of your head? What uh, the three books are. Yeah, here I'll give them to you right here. So Thrawn uh, trilogy, the first one. It's really cool because it's kind of set like. Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up, and he's sort of—it's called heir to the Empire, and it's establishing that yes, Emperor Palpatine has died, but there's still remnants of the Empire out there. Right. And, it's not just like it's not just like the Empire is like, well, what do we do now? Right. Exactly. And and what's what's kind of cool about it is so you've got heir to the Empire in '91 that came out, Dark Force Rising in '92, and The Last Command in '93. Um. So really neat and, and so that's that's again that's early 90s right timothy zahn's really kind of setting the the stage here for uh the the expanded universe and yeah like there's there's cool things to do with like cloaking cloning uh this grand admiral comes out of nowhere there's not necessarily a contingency plan but there kind of is uh which is cool you you get the character mara jade you get interactions between mara jade and luke skywalker it's the whole kind of setup you know right to 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 this 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 thing so yeah and, and he's a, he's a huge force to be reckoned with i mean grand admiral thrawn the reason it was so epic when he's brought back into rebels is because the reactions you get in in this first book uh heir to the empire by leia and and uh, han and mon mothma and uh akbar right. is in there it like knowing that a grand admiral is still around like scares the living daylights out of them they're like holy crap and, and it's so, often yeah so the original Thrawn trilogy takes place after episode six. Yes. And the new Thrawn books take place before episode four. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, exactly. And that is, uh, so there was like, uh, you know, Thrawn, what, when you get into Heir to the Empire, you're like, where, where was this guy during four five and six and they kind of explain it and I'll, I'll leave hopefully people will go uh read the series if, if you haven't they kind of talk about what he what missions he was on what his role was uh with with the empire and things like that so there's a reason why he's not there and 
spoil. I don't want to spoil this because this is going to spoil it for Matt. But there's a reason why, uh, even in new canon, Disney did a great job. I'll just say this of of dealing with Thrawn and why Thrawn is not around in four, five, and six. It's fantastic. Rebels that last episode just kills it. So we'll, we uh, actually we, we kind of plan on doing. I plan on doing a rewatch, and we want Matt to do a first watch of that. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the the books are taking place during um, right after episode three. So you get like this character Eli Vanto, and you get him coming up through the Empire, and and them basically capturing, coming across Thrawn, and and really he intended to be there on purpose. And so, how did he get involved in? Uh, the Empire and and really okay. what's his role? Yeah, that's the new. Okay, so then, okay, so then going back to the extended universe, yeah, like someone like my someone like myself who I'm I kind of know a little bit about it. So if I wanted to kind of see what the old vision was, uh, the Thrawn trilogy, what would be some other good places to go to and kind of start? Uh, yeah. So you have like the New Republic era, which is this like five years after the Battle of Yavin, um. It's it's tough because, for example, I would not recommend one of the earlier things is like the X-Wing series. You've got Rogue Squadron, all that kind of stuff. Right. I would actually steer clear of that for a while because it kind of bounces around. Um, but about nine years after the Battle of Yavin, you've got the Thrawn trilogy, Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, Last Command. I'd start there. And then you've got the Jedi Academy. So in the Thrawn trilogy, what's really cool is Leia is actually being trained to become a Jedi. And she's she's also being like she's a she's a diplomat, so she's with the New Republic, but trying to balance both worlds. You know what I mean? So it takes her a while to kind of develop. I mean, Yoda said, "Pass on what you have learned," and so Luke is trying to do that. I'm t- the coolest part is that he gets deceived by someone in the Thrawn trilogy, and it's just it's fantastic. And he, that's how he meets Mara Jade, who he later will marry and have and have been. So I would read the Thrawn trilogy. Then from there, I would read the Jedi Academy trilogy, which some people like, some people don't like. I I like, and it. that involves Kyle Katarn. Yeah, there's the, that's that's really Luke kind of developing um, his his Academy. Uh, yeah, Jedi Search, Dark Apprentice, uh, Champions of the Force. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's him kind of coming across what will be later on, like his council, like when he. Uh, really establishes the Jedi Order again. You know he's 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 he starts okay. to build uh, the Jedi back up. So yeah, really really cool. So that's definitely it's a small trilogy. You you can read that. There's other things in here that I think are are cool. Like for example, I have not read the Corellian trilogy. All this there's a lot of stuff about Corellia and uh, and Centerpoint Station and things. I've read about all of those in later series, so like the Corellian trilogy is not something that I've I've read, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, Black Fleet Crisis is um, is pretty good. Let me let me scoot on down here though. So you eventually get into the new Jedi Order, okay? And we have a friend actually, our friend um, David Fogel, who's uh, has a podcast called the Contingency Plan Podcast. And he has been kind of covering Vector Prime. It's all this, you know, Yuzhen Vong War. That's that big series that's like, I don't, I don't even know, what is it, 15 books or something crazy? It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yeah, it's huge. So now that is one. I've read books here and there. And I remember as they kind of came out, like I would pick a book up and read it, and I'm kind of lost. You know, as a, uh, a youngster, I just couldn't stick with the whole thing. So I've, I read all the cliff notes, the highlights, and I got, you know, basically the gist of it, what happens to Anakin Solo. 
and 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 all of that. So that is a long. If you want to, that's an endeavor. The the New Jedi Order. It's it's the Great War. So like, you you talk about the Civil War that happens, the Galactic Civil War in four, five, and six. New Jedi Order era. That is all Yuzhen Vong stuff, and it's just it's it's crazy, man. There's stuff happening all over the galaxy, and they're almost beat. It's it's nuts. And, and how they win, there's so many people that are sacrificed and lost. I mean, I'll just go ahead and... Vector Prime will break your heart because one of our main characters dies, and it's just like, what? What happened? You know? So there's that. Now, what I'm doing on Patreon, so I actually have... I am starting with uh, the Legacy Era, and the reason I'm starting with the Legacy Era is because I feel like this is the point where in Jason... Solo, you have Jason and Jaina. You've got Jaina, the Sword of the Jedi. You've got Jason, who he's starting to kind of turn to the dark side after the things that happened to him in the Great War. Like he's starting to lose it. He goes on like this five year hiatus and 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 just learns a lot of different things about the Force. Dude, I gotta tell you, can, can I just go on? Can I just tell you a, a, something? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So Jason, like the way I kind of in, in, envisioned it, and with, the way I remembered growing up just reading some of this and then going back to it now has been fantastic. Like, dude, he learns. Like, like the things that he learns in the Force, it's like, it's unreal. And you start to think, like, no one knows more than Jason. He gets this reputation, like, um, he has, he, he, he achieves oneness with the Force. And he's, you know, he's super badass and he's just super cool and he, he helps win the Great War. And then he goes on this hiatus and he believes differently than, uh, than maybe, uh, Luke Skywalker is, is is maybe training everybody else, and he's sort of not rogue, but he's definitely his own his own person, and, and it's and everyone kind of looks up to him. Ben Skywalker, Luke's son, really looks up to him and becomes his apprentice, actually. And oftentimes, when he's talking to Luke it, early on in the Legacy era, he's talking about how awesome and epic Jason is. But my friend, don't you ever forget about Luke Skywalker. Don't you ever forget who taught you all of this stuff because he is the master. He is the grandmaster and it's the force. It's not the individual. What what Luke remembers and what Yoda taught him is that the force is my ally and a powerful ally it is. Okay? Obi-Wan is here and the force is with him. And so that are so as much as like I love Jason and, and his character, he's sort of this you know, he turns, and so you're reminded again in the legacy area that, okay, the there's a reason Luke is who he is, and there's a reason that the Skywalker family, I don't know, it's just they talk about the Skywalker bloodline, they talk about his sister, so I'm doing a, 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 a really big, deep breakdown of that. I've just started with Betrayal, and I'm breaking down what happens there, because it's kind of another, it's a war between Corellia and what becomes the GA, the Galactic Alliance, like the New Republic is like Dunzo, and the Galactic Alliance now is formed. And so it's sort of the same thing, but a little bit different. And uh, yeah, really, really cool stuff that, that takes place there. So I'm doing a, a big breakdown of that. And then after that, I'm going into the Fate of the Jedi series, which is like Luke being exiled and stuff. And it, dude, it's, it's just epic. So it's tough early on i think really you just need to hit the thrawn trilogy and i think you need to hit the um jedi academy to learn about luke building up his forces there's some other really cool stuff i mean if you if you're into bounty hunters there's a bounty hunter trilogy people talk about how expansive the the eu is and it's it's just because there's just a crap ton of books there's comic books i mean you can 
if, if, if you're into, uh, I don't know, like uh, like I said, if you're into Han Solo, he has his own trilogy. He's got his own, the, the, the Corellia stuff that's going on. Uh, that's that's really cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to do a, a quick. I was trying. I'm trying to keep it short. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. Right. Think of like the exact places. No, that's good. That's that's a lot of information because I've I don't know. And because uh, I haven't like you've read a lot more of the older books and stuff. And so, yeah, I think it'd just be useful for some people to be like, oh, here's kind of a guide. Here's kind of an outline. Yeah. You know, one thing, too, I'll mention this. And I read these growing up. Um, the Young Jedi Knight books are actually if you have some young readers or if you just kind of want to know some of the story about Jason and Jaina growing up um, and you, you want to learn about Lobaka and some of the other characters who they grew up around. And the, you know, it's sort of like a, I think of like, oh, Jedi Apprentice, you know, young Obi-Wan meeting Qui-Gon, all that stuff, real, real lighter reads. It's it. That's really cool, but it's long. I mean, there's there's quite a few of those books, but it's also pretty neat there's a if you just type in star wars legends book timeline you will find a timeline that helps you uh, kind of walk through it pablo hidalgo also did a complete like reader's guide to star wars and he did basically everything in the eu all the legend stuff from start to finish and he was like he has inserted in there graphic novels regular novels um some youth novels you know what have you he's got them all in in order and in, in all in sequence which is pretty cool. The reason, like I said, like the X-Wing series, like some of that wasn't like you start reading it and then it's like, okay, it's, it stopped. And then at one point later, Wedge comes back into like, it kind of bounces around the timeline. You know what I'm saying? So if you read that start to finish, you'd be like reading about stuff by the last two books. Mm -hmm. You'd almost have to have read the other books to understand what is going on in the last several books of, of the X-Wing series. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll do like a uh, like like an outline of, of really where I've read and what I've thought has been kind of significant. I can I can post that on the Facebook group. And if if other people have recommendations, you know, I love hearing from uh, our, our good friend Lindsay Gadotti, right? So she's a big reader of of the EU and of of lore. She's the Lady of Lore on Twitter. Make sure you follow her. And she has challenged me actually to to pick up some of these older books that I hadn't read, and even some of the new canon stuff like Dark Disciple. I didn't want to read it because I didn't really quite, I just wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't there yet. And listening to her talk about it, I'm like, holy smokes, why have I not read this yet? So it's things like that. I think the more, right, Matt, like the more, like I talk to you about um, Master and Apprentice, it's sort of like, oh, wow, you know, I got to go check that out because I want to know um, more about what's happening there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because now I'm into it. I'm like, okay, sweet. Yeah, and I. I don't yeah. know, Qui-Gon, so I was like, well, I better go check this out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and remember when we were reading, like, Inferno Squad together? That was, I mean, there are parts of it that were, that were really cool, but that tie-in to the game with Iden Versio and stuff was was really neat for you and I. Um, you and I also read, like, Bloodlines and some of the Aftermath stuff, you know, um, leading into The Last Jedi, which I thought was a lot of fun for us. So, yeah, we're just going to have to... Have to keep yeah, it, keep after it, but man, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's I love the literature, and I've always thought that the way Luke Skywalker is depicted, uh, it characterized in and all of that was just was really cool. And I think that's some of what Mark Hamill was trying to communicate to us in the Last Jedi is that like he struggled with the idea uh, that Luke would would go through that type of adversity and maybe lose his way but I, I could go on for days about that because I don't know that Luke did I think he made a huge sacrifice to save the galaxy but anyways okay mm-hmm. yeah so holy cow man oh 
I love it, dude. Anytime you want to talk about some of those things. And, and, and here's the thing. The big pitch, the final pitch for that is if you want to dish about Legends stuff, come over to Patreon. And I am, I think it's at the Jedi tier uh, where we're kind of doing a deep dive into Legends. I'm, I'm doing like that, that small kind of video, like I'm summarizing Betrayal real quick and like, I don't know, three to five minutes. And then I'm doing a deeper musing about it where I'm just kind of talking about um, Lumaya, some of the characters who come back, you know, that some of the villains, Boba Fett comes back and you're like what you know what I mean he's been around for a while but like it's sort of like he's back now in this in this series he had been away for a while and you're like what is he doing you know he's dying is what he's doing and he's got to figure out how to survive so anyways yeah hey man that's good that's a great guide because like I said I unfamiliar and I think I think probably a lot of other uh, some of our other listeners probably are as well uh, hey uh, you know I've heard you guys talk about some of this older stuff but because the EU you just hear the word extended universe and it's kind of yeah. like uh, what is that? What is it? And, and, and here's, I'm someone who, I feel like I, I know quite a bit about it, even though I mispronounce word, you know, names and stuff and what have you. Um, I like to listen to the books versus actually read them. I'm a big listener. And uh, yeah, I've read a lot of them growing up. And I, like, for example, the Bane, like when, when the Bane trilogy came out, like I read the rule of two first for some stupid reason because I was a kid and I, I, I was younger. And I just didn't, I didn't, know how to look up like oh this is the second book and you know just things like that and then I went back and read the first one and so it's cool being older and and like having some of my students be really into this stuff and then uh starting podcasting I was just like I wanted to go back and when Force Awakens came out I started uh rereading some of that stuff and it's all you know really really coming back quickly and so it's it's fantastic so yeah anybody who wants to dish more on that I'm definitely excited i'm I'm definitely excited to do so and i'll try to make more references to the books that i'm referring to you know when when i think that's something when i listen to other podcasts sometimes it's sort of like if they're talking about a character from legends i'm gonna let you know that it's a character from legends if that makes sense i think star wars explained uh alex does a really good job of that he always indicates whether it's legends or canon because that's starting to get the more canon stuff we get for, for people, and I'm thinking even younger kids who come into this, it's hard for them to kind of distinguish between the two sometimes. So, yeah, I don't even like the word legends. Me I neither. Like extended actually. universe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, man. Well, I think, uh, I think that is it for today. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some really good origin stories, got some stuff going on in the Facebook group. Um, yeah, so we're we're really excited. We've got some new pins. We've got some new swag going on 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 Patreon. We wanted to mention, so we've got pins. We've got T-shirts. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got more episodes coming out. You're flying out, right? So next week, I think we'll be doing the show. Uh, yeah, the Outcast is on the move, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I'll I'll be aboard the Outcast. You know, there we for, go for for real. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So that's cool. Yeah, so no, it's gonna be good. Well, I do think we should give a couple shout outs here yeah. yeah Ezra uh we need to give one to uh Lord Adam Parker he, he uh supported us over on uh Kofi yeah. and which is a, a cool way to support the show if you are not necessarily somebody who wants to do that monthly subscription on Patreon uh it's like a one-time kind of donation the idea is like you're buying it you're one of your favorite creators a coffee it's spelled like k-o-f-i so definitely want to give him one uh definitely want to give the guys over at Vundicast podcast a shout out they're, they're uh, supporting us on patreon as well absolutely so yeah really appreciate the support there uh really helps us out a lot yeah yeah yep fantastic so 
All right, friends. Well, again, thanks so much for uh, you know coming aboard the Outcast and hanging out with us. I think it's uh, I think it's time for us to to say, say farewell. farewell, man. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we'll be continuing to be discussing your transmissions. If you have any thoughts on the Mandalorian TV show, which we say about every. Uh, thing and nobody said anything, man. But it's coming sooner than later. Yeah, we're gonna so, talk about it. You know, eventually we're we gonna talk about it. It's, one, it's like a recurring joke. You eventually, know? we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Do you <laughs> think we will learn anything in the Mandalorian that will lead into mm. Rise of Skywalker? Mm, I just don't know. That's what I want to hear know. from folks. Yeah, I know. So, um, but if you yeah. want to send us your thoughts on anything that is not the Mandalorian, continue to do those as well. Okay. Alrighty, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We'll see you in a week, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.